It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, welcome. You found The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is your love, dating, romance, relationship place to be. We give advice, we listen, we talk, we figure it all out. Simon Marcel, our French romantic here, hello. Bonjour Angie Taylor, comment ça va? How are you? Very well this evening. Happy Monday, my man. Happy Monday. So Simon is our, our French romantic, gives the loving advice. I am your American realist. You sure are. A single man over here. From Paris, France. Paris, France. Married woman with a child. We've just been through it. We're not professionals, but we're trying to help you figure it out. And you from Minneapolis. Well. Originally. Originally. It's been a long time ago. Um, but we um, are helping you through your, your life. Think of us as your besties to bounce your uh, feelings off of, and we'll try to help you out. Let's take some calls, Simon, to open the show tonight, 855-905-8255. I do see someone in Illinois listening right now, so we'll get to them Mm -hmm. with their question, and we'll come back next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're taking your calls at 855-905-8255 for love, dating, romance, relationship advice. Simon? Yes. Beginning of the show, we had calls waiting to go. So let's pick up the phone in Glen Ellen, Illinois, listening on 93.9 Light FM. This is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Bonjour. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. We are good. What can we help you with? Well, okay. This advice is not for me. It's for how I should help my friend. Okay. Well, she went through a nasty divorce. Her husband of of 15 years cheated on her, and um, she caught him, so she divorced him. But now she is trying to drag everybody onto her side. Look what he did. Look what he said to me. And she's really starting to act very crazy. Like she'll follow him, and then she'll say to everybody, well, look, he went here with his girlfriend, Mm. and we're not even divorced yet. Yeah, she's very, very just completely going nuts, and it's making her look so horrible that he's supposed to be the bad guy here. He's the one that cheated, but it's coming out now that everybody's looking mm-hmm. at her like she's a bad guy because she's really taking it very poorly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to tell her, hey, you got to stop acting like a lunatic. You are just cuckoo for Cocoa Pop. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I know as a friend, sometimes when your friends are going through breakups or relationship problems, you want to shake them, shake some sense into them. Because we're outside the fishbowl, right? We're your friends. We love you. We're trying to support you. But you keep coming back with these things that you're doing. And you want to just be honest and be like, hey, you're acting a little bit crazy right now. I mean, she's the one that pulled the trigger for the divorce, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he was cheating. But the fact that she's like kind of stalking at this point and saying, look at him, look at him. Has she had any therapy? Has she done anything outside of complaining to her friends about everything she's feeling and and all that she's dealing with? They did some kind of um, post-marital therapy to try to... Together? Yeah, to try to learn how to raise the kids and not fight in front of them and still be divorced. And it was an odd kind of thing, but... Mm -hmm. She hasn't done anything for herself. Ashley, to Angie's point, she needs to go to therapy for herself. She needs to detox from the divorce and from him. Detoxing means talking about it, not with your friends, not with your mother, not with anybody else, but a professional first and foremost. Because Mm -hmm. to get the toxic out of your subconscious, of your soul, of your heart, you need somebody who has the tools for it, who doesn't take sides, somebody you can trust, or it doesn't work because we all project our emotions on you Mm -hmm. because we've been there or it happened to us. So 
that's the best advice you can give her. She needs to talk about it, not with you, with a professional yeah. therapist. For herself. For herself. Simon is right because she wants to talk to you and you guys want to help her through the situation because she's your friend. But you're in a no-win situation because if you're saying, yeah, girl, he's crazy, you're right, you're just feeding the beast a little bit. And she's looking for somebody to validate that. If you say, hey, girl, you're being a little bit crazy, like, let it go. Then she's like, why are you supporting me? You're not a good friend. She needs a uh, a person that can be objective in this situation and give her honest advice. Somebody from the outside looking in that she won't take it out on because it's a professional. That's her job. She's going to take whatever you say out on you, regardless of if your advice is true and correct and productive, if it's not exactly what she wants to hear, you're going to be a bad guy too. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're both exactly right. And Simon, I love the way you put it, that it was like toxic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to... been a little bit in her mind because really she has. She's got to get all that out somehow. She has to detox. That's yeah. what she has yeah. to do. Emotionally detox herself from the divorce, the cheating from him. Oh, thank you guys so much. It's really, really good advice. It's going to be a, a new road to go down. Great. You're welcome. Good luck, Ashley. Let us know how that all goes, and we wish you all the best. I will. I'll keep in touch. Have a good night. All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the show, Love, Dating, Romance, and Relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Angie Taylor, a beautiful American realist. And yes, thank you, honey. And our producer, Jill. uh, Hi, you said you had a question. I do. I have a question for you guys. Um, I was thinking about it, and I wanted to know if you've ever gotten to the point where you knew you really loved someone because you did something like maybe gross or something for them. Gross? Well, I don't know. Like just out of character, like Like you shocked yourself? Like Why are you asking? Them. Well, because I was thinking back to <laughs> what would you have to, you want to share <laughs> when What's I was cool? in a relationship. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on and off with my ex uh-huh. a lot. Uh-huh. Um, but there was one day where we were at a pool, and he asked me before we went out if I would nair his back. Uh huh. Do, Do you know what nair is? No, it's I don't. Hair cream remover. It takes off hair. Okay. Right? So he had like hair a wax. on his back. Yeah. Not a wax. On... It's just like it's like a shampoo that like takes your hair off. Yeah, like but he can't it. reach, you know, mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah, and said, "Will you put this nair on my back?" Yeah, and did you? I did, and I while I was doing it, I was. It's something I would never do because it's really disgusting to me. But <laughs> but at that moment, I was like, you know what? I love this guy. I might as well do it for him, and I did it. This is a good question because I. You did it because mm-hmm. you loved him. How yeah. long ago was that? Like so, maybe like a year into it. But when you did that, considering it's kind of a gross thing, yeah. Did it make you feel a certain type of way? Did it take the way you view him down a peg or anything? Or did you kind of go, you know? No, I mean, I think if it was somebody I didn't love, it would have made me like totally grossed out. But because it was him, I was like, okay, this is just how it is. I want to know though, like, where is that line between what you will do out of love and what maybe you should not even ask your mate to do? Because. Some people say that's love. That is intimacy. Um, That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. I'm already laughing. I see that. Yes, because uh, executive producer Jill brought up the fact that one time 
with her on and off again boyfriend that she was asked to nair his back on vacation and did it. And then she was like, oh, my God, now I know I love this guy. Mm. Right. Because I'm doing something that I would never do for anybody else. I'm a weirdo about hygienic things. I don't like sounds, uh, visuals. I don't I don't know, Jill, like you. That's a different sort of thing, because I don't want to think about somebody in that light, I guess. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's like handle your own business and present yourself the way you want to be presented don't ask me to help you fix it like that I'm a weirdo like I would never ask my husband to do that however there are certain circumstances that I feel like we all get into like hmm you're the only person here I know you know it's not cool but will you do this for me I want to ask you guys okay because I mean some people feel like it's intimacy to share these gross things and still know that somebody loves you unconditionally Simon yes if you're in a relationship are you comfortable being in the bathroom while the person you're with is using the toilet? So like I'm if, taking a bath. Somebody or no, wants you, to let's walk just in. say you're in the mirror brushing your teeth and the girl comes in. She's like, oh, I have to pee real quick. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with that. You're okay with I that? I thought you, it was another. Oh, I would not be okay with I'm that. I'm okay with that. Jill, are you okay with the man coming in and going pee while you're brushing your teeth? No, I don't like that. No toilet stuff. No. So toilet is well, off limits. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just, number two, you're that. saying no, I obviously. Oh, absolutely not. But like, if she decides to go number one, you're like, go. I, I don't, don't care. I don't care. So uh, see, I, it's I, my I girl. I wouldn't Why be able I to care? get it out of my head. I wouldn't be able oh to get it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have more questions. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm such a weirdo about this stuff. So I'm just, con- you know, I realize I'm not normal in this way. I don't like bodily functions at all. I don't want people to know I have them. <laughs> I don't want to really? know that you have them. I don't care. I don't want to think about them. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You love this person you're with. You're in this romantic, amazing relationship. They are perfect in every way. You don't think anything bad about them. However, if they ask you for help in a very delicate way, Mm -hmm. um, I'm referring to our executive producer, Jill, her boyfriend who she loves. Will you nair my back? I would be like, why did you even ask me that? Now I'm thinking all I'm thinking is that I'm going to the pool with King Kong. However, Jill, being the sweet soul she is, yes. Um, and then we talked about things that you do for your partner. You love your partner, right? Yeah. You want to help him out. You mm-hmm. know, unconditional love, right? Mm-hmm. Warts and all. Um, Simon, we, we talked about, you know, if somebody comes in, you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth, your girlfriend's like, hey, I got to go pee pee real quick. You don't care. At all. Um, if I'm in a hotel with my husband who I've been with for 10 years and I have to use the bathroom in a different fashion, yes, I will leave the room and either go to the nearest coffee shop, the gym downstairs in the hotel. I will not use oh, the our, restroom downstairs. I will not use the restroom in our hotel room. And if I do have to go pee pee in our hotel room, I will turn on the faucet. I will turn on a radio. I will do anything. I think I might even do it when nobody's there just because I'm afraid somebody might be there or walk in the door. I am so weird about that stuff. And I realize I'm crazy. I'm just putting it out there. That's what I do. Um, So let me ask another question, Simon. Your girlfriend, you're dating. You love her. Yes. She's like, Simon, there's something on my back. I think it's a pimple. Will you squeeze it for me? Would you do it? Sure. Jill, you got the phobia. I would throw up if somebody asked me that. I <laughs> but can't. I love that I Jill can't. would. I love that Jill would nair a hairy bag, but she would That's not. That's different yeah. than yeah. popping a pimple. See, Ew, it's, I what is it? Is it the oozing? Yes. Yeah, it's so the oozing. even the word oozing. Oozing bad. is a bad Ew. word. Why? Yeah. Ooh. No, I'm not. But doing d- that. wouldn't that gross you out? 
Wait a minute, but just that wouldn't make you like Angie and Jill. <laughs> if you guy has a skin infection on his back, he needs you to do a the skin bond. <laughs> well, you need a salve or some kind of balm. Like, so, you better go to the doctor. Right, but then you oh, have yeah, to yeah, every yeah. day we do the bond. You can't do that. Uh, no. And see all the. Let's... No, I can't squeeze anything. I can't squeeze anything where something comes out. For real? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to a pimple, no, no, and no. Not for you. And Gio, what's... No. Because you, you feel disgusted? I really, it makes me have a visceral reaction of, yeah, like, thank just you. disgust. No. No, can't. Okay. Next. I'm what? more chill than you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're very chill. This is amazing. So and, like, that... But that's beautiful because I would feel so comfortable with you. However, I would feel like if I asked you to do those things for me, that you would look at me like you're grossed out all the time. And I don't want you thinking about when we're getting intimate, like, oh, my God, I just squeezed a pimple on her back. But you don't. It's like if, if I mean, that's how I see that. If I'm with somebody, all those things are totally even normal and I don't, even, I don't pay attention. Okay. Let's say you're out with your girlfriend for the night. She had a few too many glasses of champagne and you get home and she's throwing up. Do you help hold her hair and help her throw up? Of course. And I massage her back so she doesn't oh, stress out. Oh, my God. You, know, you somebody... are like such a dreamboat right now. <laughs> but no, but it's just. That's it's, love. It's, can I be honest? Even when I'm not in love, I would do it. I would do it for you. I would do it well, for Gio. Well, yes, I would do it for my no, friends. No, but I mean, really, it's not something. I'm not grossed out. Doesn't gross you out? No, it's okay. life. All those fluids are alive. Jill, would you help your man like heave in the in the bathroom? I mean, I I would. It wouldn't really be something I'd want to do, right. but I would feel bad for him. So yes, I would do it. Okay, Simon. Yes, Angie. Let's say your girl feels a lump in a in a place that's not pretty. I feel something. I need you to look at it. Would you go looking? You know, you put on like your spelunking hat. I've done like that you're going before. So you what? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But I'm not. I mean, just just. I think I'm the norm. To be, I think you two are more the exception, really? and I am the norm. You are the norm, Jill. Yeah. No, I would not. No, there's a lump I, up in here somewhere. I Can you check? I can't handle I can't. it. But that's what a doctor is for. I wonder for our listeners if Angie's the norm or if I'm the norm. I'm really. I'm well, curious. Let's go to the phones and find out. Okay. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. Do you get grossed out by doing these things with your partner? Is it like, hey? Unconditional love? Or are you like, no, don't put this on me. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. How grossed out do you get by your partner? That is the topic right now. Simon, I think you just won over the heart of every woman in America by huh. saying that nothing grosses you out. You would do anything for your partner. Anything. 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 Squeeze a pimple. Uh, yeah. Check for a lump. Massage their back if they were... Throwing up. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you thought most guys agree with you that they would do the I same thing. I think it's thing. the norm, yeah. I want to pick up the line right now. Chandler, Arizona, listening on Mix 96.9. Here's Cameron. Hey, Cameron. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, bonjour. So I want to know how far you'll go uh, if your partner said, hey, I have this pimple on my back. Will you squeeze it? I can't reach it. Yeah, that's no problem. No problem. So the, the stuff doesn't gross you out. Okay. Would you help somebody throw up? I'm throwing up. I need you to like rub my back, hold my hair, get me a towel. Uh, that's sort of pushing it just because I kind of throw up easily. And if I was with somebody else throwing up, I probably wouldn't be much help. I'd probably just like be making more of a mess right along with them if they want so, misery yeah. loving company. So you would be like, oh, I can't. Okay. Yeah. I've, what about. No okay. Let's say you are in the bathroom brushing your teeth. Your partner comes okay. in and is like, I got to go to the bathroom. Do you I'm get out? out? Of there. 
I'm so out. I mean, I'll go brush my teeth in the kitchen. That is just disgusting. Okay, so even if it's a number one, you're out. Oh, oh no! Sorry, I immediately pictured the worst. The um, number two. You picture the number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, number one. That doesn't. That doesn't bother me at all. I'll just turn on the faucet. See? Keep. Uh, you're keep okay with that? No, it's the yeah. no. I can't. It's the gnome, Angie. But thank you so much, Cameron, for calling and, and letting us thank dissect you. to what grosses you out or not. It seems like you're pretty much on the same yeah. uh, boat as Simon. The, the throwing up is where you draw the line, though. Yeah. Uh, thank God that, Cameron, you're not my boyfriend because, you know, sometimes a couple too many margaritas, you never know. But at the same time, I wouldn't want you to ever see it anyway. So we're all good. All right. More, exactly. more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Simon and Angie on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. The reason I bring that up right now, um, aside from the fact that please follow and ask us your questions there too, but I saw a meme on Instagram, Simon, that struck me saying, you should marry your best friend. Mm -hmm. And here was the quote. The simple truth is that happy marriages are based on a deep friendship. By this, meaning a mutual respect for and enjoyment of each other's company. So there's also the other side of that coin that we've also heard the opposites attract thing. I'm sure in your lifetime of dating, Simon, <laughs> single man here, yes. you have been very attracted to a woman who is completely opposite of what you are. How does that work out for you? Well, and by the way, it's not just one woman, but over my lifetime, few. Uh, I've, I've had dated women who are, you know, more wild than me, for instance. Yes. Who have very wild tattoos and stuff like that. I don't. They like to party. They, they like, like to party. Tattoos. So, so, and, 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 and motorcycle. So, but you're attracted at first. Well, because they are attractive. But besides the attractiveness, nothing can sustain. Nothing. You're not at the end in of the, the day, in the long I, term. Listen, I don't believe the biker chick can be happy with me and vice versa. A biker chick. I doubt it. For instance, for, you can be happy for a, like a day. Yeah, or a day, a night, a weekend, an hour. But I'm not a biker. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, you're, but if it's something that you're passionate about, if it's a hobby, if it's a lifestyle, right, and it's opposite, like you can't have that. I think long term, you have to respect uh, each other's lifestyles, hobbies, principles. That's my point. To really sustain, I want to talk more about this because I feel like there's a lot of. Myths that go along with opposites and best friends, and you should marry your best friend, but it's like, yeah, but like, how close? Mm -hmm. um, next, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about opposites attracting and also marrying your best friend. Simon, this came from a meme I was telling you about that I saw on Instagram about how you should marry your best friend because it's the enjoyment of each other's company, each other's interests. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. I, I feel like it, sometimes these quotations can become cliche. Marry your best friend. It's like, well, I don't want somebody that's with me all the time that's always like, oh my God, you're my best friend. Um, I have girlfriends too that are my best friends. My husband, though, we have a lot of similar qualities, interests, mm -hmm. uh, hobbies. And a lot of people are for opposites attract. That's sexy. I mean, come on. We're different. It's something new. It's something fun. But can that sustain? And Simon, you used an example where you said no. Well, I, I use an example <laughs> just to be extreme that, for instance, you know, I'm not a biker. I'm not a very heavy-duty biker. So I don't think that if I dated a biker chick who loved that lifestyle, the big tattoos, the heavy stuff, it would not work really because deep down, as you know, I, I live a very calm, calm 
relaxing life. life. You don't want to get on the back of a Harley every day. Uh, Not really. I understand that. So I want to know if these myths, uh, these stereotypes maybe, and um, if opposites attract or if you should be with your best friend. Trisha, our associate producer, is here. Hello, Trisha. Hello. You know, she has... Sometimes input that after our long dating life, Simon, we've been all through it. It's good to get a fresh perspective. Do you believe, Trisha, that you should marry your best friend or do you believe that opposites attract? I think you should marry your best friend. I've dated somebody that was like completely opposite. In what way? That I was more of a homebody and he liked to go out way more. And I looked at it at the time like I almost kind of forced myself like, okay, maybe this is good. It's getting me out of my comfort zone. I'm going to go out with him. And I realized I'm like, I. That's just not you. I'm like, I cannot be doing this every weekend. Is that and, what broke you up? Um, Like, it was a big part of it that I found that he wanted to, like, go and hang out with friends. And he liked being, like... Club and, guy. Yeah, he liked being, like, the center of attention. And you're more... And I'm way mm-hmm. more, like, I'd like to be more laid back. But it took me a little bit because... I'm like, I... You tried. I tried to, to because that I life. thought it was like, oh, opposites attract. Like, it's a good thing. Yeah. But then I always remember that my mom always told me, she was like, you want to be with somebody that's going to fit into your life and you're not going to be looking for it. They just have to kind of like ease into it and that they're going to be your like partner and Right. That's a really good point that your mom made. Somebody that compliments your lifestyle and you compliment theirs instead of trying to bend so hard and change so much to get to a place where you guys can even coexist because as Trisha said and I'm sure Simon as you would know as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you try to change so much for somebody the resentment comes in and you're like why am I doing this who am I anymore and how many people do we know that are friends family that get into a relationship and we're like who are you all of a sudden you're on the back of a Harley every day you're at the (laughs) club every night that's not the person I know and then we're like, well, wait, who am I? And I don't, I don't really like this. I'm doing this for someone else when this isn't who I am. And losing yourself in a relationship is a bad thing. Have you lost yourself in a relationship before, Simon? Oh, you know it. I've, I've done it too. We've all lost ourselves at one point. Yeah. And it, it's still fun. I don't regret it because you learn. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. There's ups and downs, highs and lows. And then one day you wake up more low than high and then it's over. But but that's life. I had a guy that was super into comics and like Star Trek and all Marvel movies, comic books. And I was like, oh, I'll watch Star Trek with you every single night. But then it was every single night before bed. And I'm like, this is not turning me on to watch Star Trek every night before we go to bed. It's not my thing. So I think you have (laughs) to also when you are trying to appreciate your partner's differences you have to remember who you are and not lose yourself in that as well so yes marry your best friend but yes be who you are if you can't be who you are you can't be with somebody else plain and simple that is a great thing to say if you can't be yourself you can't be with someone else thank you simon marcel always there but the simon says to put the cap on it sometimes tie it up in a nice bow stick it under the christmas tree of love thank you simon (laughs) thank you all right more rendezvous next It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk relationships and love and dating. In a relationship, come on. Like, everything's a compromise, right? Mm -hmm. We make a, uh, you're into this, I'll try it. I'm into this, he tries it. Sometimes we make certain concessions where, wow, I can't believe I'm at this place. I'm doing this thing for this person. The opposite of what I would ever do. And we're talking about how, you know, if you keep doing things like that, 
you start to get resentful. This is not who I am. Simon, have you ever been in a relationship with a woman or started dating a woman and you just pretended to like something to, to keep confess. them happy? I, I said I, I pretended to like Star Trek for a guy. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I pretended I liked to horse ride back in France. This lovely You young met woman, an equestrian. She was obsessed by horse riding and she oh, thought okay. it was so romantic in the fall. It was beautiful. But for some reason, and maybe it's just the way I'm built, but I hate the feeling of horse riding for hours. It hurts you derriere and everything else. <laughs> and but this this but woman, she insisted. Oh my god, but she was such every a cutie. Time? Yeah, every time I said Every yes. time you did something, she wanted to go horseback riding too. No, no, not every time. But that was a big thing on the weekends. She was living a romance novel. She lo- yeah, and she loved the idea of us okay. horse riding in the woods. How now, long did you do this well, before you said, I cannot get on with I more horse? I stayed with eight months, probably. Wow. I had eight months of lesson of horse you riding really, in the she, woods. You really, she must have been great. She was very charming and, and cute, and we were young. And But Angie, I mean, talk about faking. Mm-hmm. I would go home and tell my brother Benjamin, I have up to my wazoo with all that. You know, I don't know if I can say that. But, but. you yeah, know, that's okay. Um, that just goes to say, no matter how perfect a person is in every way, if you are completely doing something that you are not about, you are not into, you do not even enjoy, yeah. you can't go forever. Can't. You got to be honest with who you are. That's it. Or you can't be happy. I agree. All right, Simon. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Our phone number is 855-905-8255 for any love, dating, romance, relationship advice that you need from Simon Marcel. Yes, and you, Angie Taylor. Yes, Simon is our French romantic. Um, But listen, sometimes we're not here. Um, but I want you to know that you can still ask a question if yeah. we're not here at the moment and leave a voicemail at that number at any time as well. And I do have one, Simon, I want to present to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes to us from Eve. She is in Addison, Illinois. Let's listen to her voicemail. Hey, Simon and Angie. This is Eve from Addison, Illinois. And I love you guys so much. And I listen to you all the time. And I need some advice. I have a boyfriend who is very insecure and he's, you know, not sure if I'm really into him. And, and I am, obviously, I'm with him. So now to prove that I'm, you know, to make sure that I'm into him, he flirts with other women in front of me to try to get me jealous. Or he will point out how pretty other women are just to get a rise out of me because he feels that, you know, me being jealous will prove that I love him. So mm. um, I just don't know if I should put up with this anymore or, what I should do, but um, I look forward to hearing you guys from you guys. Thank you so much, and and I'll be listening in and appreciate it. Thank you, Eve. Simon, mm. this is so such a hard question because I, I hate the the uh, I'm going to flirt with other people in front of you just to test you. It's a test. It's a test, and it is his insecurity. She she said it right in the beginning of the call. He's insecure. He flirts with other girls in front of me just to make me jealous. Mm-hmm. How long do you put up with that? What does that really mean? Uh, I know that you have insight on this. And a visual. Oh, you have a visual. An image of what this Ooh, is. Even better. We're going to help Eve. And hopefully you, if you're dealing with somebody that constantly tries to make you jealous, why would you do that if you like somebody next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Uh, Simon, we just listened to this voicemail that came into 855-905-8255 from our listener Eve in Illinois saying that she's really getting tired of her insecure boyfriend who always flirts with other girls and tries to make her jealous every time they're out in public. What does this really mean? So, Eve, I'm going to have an image for you, okay? So, 
Um, let's say you're a man and you have a, a German Shepherd or a dog and you throw at the, to see the loyalty of the dog, you throw a, a ball or you throw a piece of wood so he brings it back yeah. to you. Well, all you got to do to stop that is stop playing. If somebody played jealous with you, all you got to do is stop running after the ball. I like it. Right? You're That's, saying you keep playing the game. Th- as long as you keep playing the game, he'll play with you. All you got to do is right. step aside and he's going to be like an idiot. Yes. And let him flirt, let him do whatever he wants and stop even participating, reacting to nothing to the point of if he continues, you'll just drop him. That's such a great analogy because I, I mean I have dogs and I get what you're saying because you know, like, if you if you throw the bone they keep bringing it back it's a fun game if I would throw the bone and my dog just looks at it and doesn't care I'm like okay we're not playing this game anymore and that's it exactly. I'm, we're going home it's over I, I realize this does not stimulate you anymore he sees a reaction from you yes he sees that you it's are working. playing along you're bringing back you're right. bringing back you stop react playing. react stop playing when somebody plays with you all you gotta do step aside right. and nobody will play with you again right and you're feeding the beast like he you know you're saying that he's jealous this is the jolly green giant that you keep feeding don't feed this beast anymore if the if the jealousy if these games of insecurity and all of this is uh, causing a problem in your relationship the greatest way to combat that is just walk away and be like I'm done I don't need it plain and simple Eve that's all right. your best defense yes. stop playing yes thank you so much Simon that's brilliant advice oh, thank you I, I just love the analogy of the dog and the bone like I if just... you stop playing tag or stop playing fetch yeah. nobody's gonna fetch anymore that's it alright more Simon and Angie next it's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie thanks so much for being with us tonight if you missed any of the show uh, please check out our podcast simonandangie.com you can listen back to all our love issues and the advice needed when you really knew you loved your partner, what did you do? I love the way that Jill wrote this up, by the way, our uh, producer. producer. She wrote it so sweet. But really, this whole topic was about the fact that Jill nared the back hair <laughs> off her boyfriend. That's right. And she's like, wow, that's love. It is love. It's yeah. gross love, but it's love. It's a caring okay. way. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, but you know you love someone when you do something extra like that. Also, flirting with people in front of your partner. That was Eve's voicemail that we just have, which mm-hmm. is such a dirty game to play. And then pretending to like something for someone that you're dating. Um, you don't like it at all. You're just doing it for their sake. How long can you sustain? It's uh, opposites attract Simon. That's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said... If you can't be who you are, you can't be with somebody else. Right. Cannot be with someone else. You got to be who you are. Be yourself. And be firm in that and and, and demand that somebody respects that about you too. Don't betray yourself for somebody else. Yes. Because you you don't want to be in a relationship where you don't get to live your life, your truth, your hobbies, your ambitions. You'll get exhausted. Yes. That game of pretending is exhausting after a while. Well said, Simon. If you want to see more Simon Says and all of our thoughts and our quotes, Mm -hmm. please check out Simon and Angie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us there anytime. Also on the iHeartRadio app, search Simon and Angie. And until tomorrow, thank you so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.